Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is a head coach for the University of St. Francis Fighting Saints, Tony Talley. Coach Talley, it's Tim Berg and Coach Casey of Clemkin. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Coach Talley, I'd love to begin with the coronavirus pandemic and how it's affecting you and your team, where you guys were when you heard the news, what was going on, and then also have you had a chance to connect with the team since basically every event was canceled and bowling has pretty much come to a standstill. That day that um, a lot of the announcements uh, started happening, actually all through sports, NCAA, NEI, uh, USPC, even Major League Baseball, I think that day also made an announcement. Uh, it was just shocking. We were ag- actually at practice getting ready for uh, sectionals. And uh, we got that news. So it was actually more of us being stunned. Just somebody just like, <laughs> we took a punch to the face there and just stunned us. And we really didn't know how to react yet because everything was just postponed. And we thought that everything was going to be moved back. We're still going to have an opportunity. We talked about what we're going to do to prepare to make sure that when they're shutting everything down here, how we're going to still. Um, go about getting ready for uh, just in case we get that call that we're going to, you know, sectionals and nationals. Um, But it it never happened. So that was the the biggest thing was when it didn't happen and we're sitting here and we're all in isolation here in Illinois. um, No, I I really still haven't got any closure, you know, and I've been talking to a couple of players and that's the one thing that's really hurting them is we just didn't, had that opportunity to have closure for the season, even for us to talk about things. It's just been kind of just been checking on each other through social media, make sure everybody's good. But that's about it. It's been a really sad ending. And and you had a, a lot of successes throughout the season. I mean, you've had a team that automatically qualified here for the NAIA uh, championships, <laughs> and uh, that was going to be going on um, – uh, here at the end end of this month, and uh, and Abby Ragsdale's had an amazing season so far on the girls' side. So why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about what maybe some of the uh, highlights were for you throughout the season? Well, one of the great things is um, you know, the girls were there. The girls are bowling really well. Us going into the uh, sectionals and also NEI nationals. Uh, the girls were ready, but, you know, the boys, uh, they didn't have that success that the women had early in our program's career. And this year, the boys were just ready. Uh, they were chomping on that bit. I really think that we, this was our year for our, our boys to, uh, you know, maybe go out and snag a, a NAI national championship there. Uh, the girls, so Abby Ragsdale, I mean, what can you say? Uh, she's going to go down as our best player in St. Francis history. And what I mean by it's the best pro, the best player in the program, men and women's side. 
with, with everything she accomplished, it was crazy. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I laughed because we ended up, you know, we were able to recruit her, you know? <laughs> you know, I, I tease her all the time. I said, you weren't Abby Ragsdale when I first recruited you. I mean, she worked her, her butt off. She worked really hard. Mm. She actually made me be a better coach. She really did. Through those dog days during the season, I mean, because bowling has a really long season, you know, and when things just were like, oh, I got another practice I have to get up and I have to go to, you know, um, she was the one that was really pushing me. She was the one who always wanted to uh, get the extra work in, always work, uh, you know, hard. And uh, she kept me on my toes and she kept me going. She got me getting up there in those dog days, meeting her in the bowling alley, doing those extra practice, extra drills, you know. So credit to her. She's, uh, you know, nobody's outworked her ever. Yeah, so how so, would you say then her game, her let's talk both her physical game and then her mental game, how would you say they've changed from when she was a freshman you know, just coming into the program to where she's at now? Oh, big, uh, big change. Uh, Abby, as a freshman, I mean, she, I think she, she didn't know how, she didn't know her ceiling. I mean, she had an incredible ceiling there. And as hard as she worked her freshman year, I mean, this he showed. Uh, she was uh, she won the Storm Hoinkie tournament. Uh, she came in second at the, uh, the Tier One in Addison. She was uh, 2000. She was a Rookie of the Year. She was also a part of that team in 2017 that won the NAI Invitational Championship. And she was also named the uh, MVP of uh, the Invitational Championship. Uh, from there to Right now, huge maturity, uh, huge maturity, and most important, uh, that confidence level that she went from from her freshman year to she was a bulldog her senior year. It was just like nobody's standing in my way. I'm gonna run them over. She had that mentality, so that that was the biggest change that I saw in her. And now, now you and George. Uh... Contos, the uh, assistant coach, you guys have been there for seven seasons now. And um, did you guys uh, have a plan to, to start working there together at the same time? Or kind of tell us a little bit about that, how you guys got into the coaching uh, program and and, uh, and how you guys balance the work duties. Okay. Um, well, I was actually uh, a high school coach in the area. Uh, I started off at Plainfield South High School with George. Uh, and uh, we went on from there. I, I moved on to another high school. Uh, but in that that time right there, George was a big advocate of trying to get St. Francis in our hometown of Joliet to start a program. I mean, our, our area is just saturated with, with talent. And uh, he saw that, and he wanted to, to get it going. Uh, the one thing about George, though, man, George is just like a true ambassador of the sport of bowling. And anything you could do uh, for the youth of bowling, that man does whatever he can. And it wasn't just St. Francis. He wanted to get other programs in the area going. Um, we got it going. Uh, you know, he came to me, and he was just like, I we talked a little bit about it. 
uh, you know, I was in the high school coaching for, for 10 years. He thought I was ready. He thought I would be a good candidate for the program to start it off. And um, we went from there. But George, George got it going. He was the one who started it. So being a high school, a former high school coach and then moving your, your way up, what advice do you have for those current high school coaches who, want, wanted, who have that special athlete who they want to help to succeed in bowling college? Uh, you know what? Stay in contact with, with your high school coaches, especially your local high school coaches. Uh, those are the, the easiest ones because we go out and we see all the high school uh, tournaments in the area. We know the kids a, a lot easier in our pro, uh, in the area for the program. Uh, stay in contact with them. You see us all at the at the tournaments all the time. So just come up to us. Uh, actually, in the area, I know a lot of the coaches. You just reach out to us, especially on social media nowadays. Reach out to us. Let us know that there's a player that be that we might be interested in. You know, um, the one thing I I know is <laughs> I run into is our, our area is so incredibly talented that these kids, they want to go outside there. They want to go away to college. That's one thing that we've been having trouble with is trying to keep the better players in our area at home. And what do you think are some of the, the, the key elements of, you know, uh, coaching when you're looking at some of these, uh, you know, ways to, you'd mentioned Abby had really kind of made you and, and helped you become a better coach as well. Uh, what do you think are some of these key qualities of, of, being a great coach and uh, being a great inspiration for some of these younger players? <laughs> That's a good question. And, and this is what I have to say about that. Man, all I do is try to teach what I know about the game. I, I just try to teach them the knowledge that I know about the game, passing on to them. The one thing that I really think that's what made me um, successful up to this point is uh, – I don't believe in one way to throw a ball. Uh, I don't believe in, you know, I think everybody has their own personality and their own type of game. I think a, a release is a thumbprint. Everybody has their own type of release. Uh, I don't think there's a wrong, right way or a wrong way. I mean, Walter Wade Williams Jr. is one of the best bowlers in the world of all time, but I don't see any coaches across this country trying to teach, the ball, trying to teach their players to throw the ball like him. Yeah, he, he wins. He wins. Why? Well, he's consistent. I just try to teach that. The other thing is, is uh, if I don't know the answer, I know enough people in the bowling world to to call on, and I've done that in the past. Uh, even a little while, I I struggled with with Abby a little bit. We would reach out to one of the local coaches in the area, uh, Will Clark. Uh, he looked at her and helped me out. You know, so I'm not really a proud enough person to sit there and say I know everything because I don't, but I know enough people that I can reach out to and and help with, with me with either layouts, ball drillings, uh, how to attack, you know, lane conditions, and just things that I can't see sometimes with my own eye when I'm watching people. You know, with Abby, I... Abby, I was the only coach Abby had for four years, and sometimes you just see the, the same things over and over and over, and you just don't see it now, and you have to ask for some help. And as a coach, I, I think that's the one thing that I've seen with coaching is you can't be too proud. You have to, you have to be able to ask for help. 
Coach Kelly, A.J. Johnson has been one of the guys that's helped out with the team when he's not out on tour. Talk about what A.J. brings as a coach and some of that experience that you're trying to pass along to him. Uh, you know what? When the tour added more stops, A.J. Uh, was on tour full-time. So he really didn't help us out too much this year. Uh, he's always been a friend of the program. Actually, he's come out this past season. Uh, in practice and practices with us um, right now, uh, you know, Jesus Reyes has been on the bench for us, helping me out. Uh, he's been a big help. He's kind of like, I always tease him as big baseball guy, kind of my Don Zimmerman. He doesn't know the knowledge of bowling as much as an AJ Johnson does, but he's always that guy that can bounce off ideas. Uh, so but, yeah, actually, I talked to AJ today. We're just talking about what's going on. But, uh, yeah, he's still a big friend of the, the program, still helps us out all the time. And then final question I've got uh, is, you know, like and I'm sure it probably came up in your call with AJ, uh, which is what are these players, and you know, including players you know, like AJ at the professional level, um, doing or trying to do or planning to do as far as staying in bowling shape and staying in some kind of a – uh, condition so that when all the bowling centers do open back up uh, and they're able to you know work on their games over the summer and all that stuff and, and the ones who aren't the seniors to get ready for next season what are you uh, having them do or any recommendations or thoughts on that you know what I, I actually talked to some of the girls uh, I got a big kick out of it they're doing drills in front of mirrors still working hard uh, some of my boys though they're actually more in a fishing they're going fishing more than they're trying to work on, <laughs> on bowling uh but the girls are working really hard i know that they were doing some drills in front of some mirrors and uh, just working out that way and just trying to keep sharp since we can't bowl right now piggybacking a little bit off of what steve's saying there coach where do we sit with the teams as far as eligibility goes or, or the seniors have they you know kind of officially graduated out of the program now and they can bowl what they want have you started thinking about that and and um, and kind of the conclusion to the season and, and where you guys go from here? Well, right now, our governor, state of Illinois, is everything on lockdown until, I think, Easter. And uh, so nothing is open right now. Um, what I've been telling my kids is that, hey, let's just wait for the season to be over with. Uh, I think officially – for the NEI is May 1st. I said, let's just wait until then. Uh, but afterwards, yeah, my seniors, the kids that are graduating, they're they're going to start bowling stuff. Uh, Abby Ragsdale plans on going out on tour. She's trying to get ready for that. Uh, Michael Kickball, he wants to go out on tour. Uh, so I, I know he's going to be ready, getting ready for that. But right now I'm just kind of telling the kids to just – you know, chill and let's just see what happens. I don't think anything's going to happen. I, you know, you know the NEI is over with. Uh, the ITCs, I think, I think they're over with too. Uh, but um, we're just going to get ready for it. We're already talking about getting ready for the next year. I've been talking to my assistant coaches, Breeza Barrick, Jesus Reyes, George Cantos. Uh, we're already preparing for next year, so – all right. Well, uh, Tony Talley, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate your insight. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt at some point the 
the bowling world and collegiate bowling will be back. Um, may take some time. We don't know exactly when that's going to be, but uh, want to wish you all the best, and we'll look forward to uh, touching base with you again down the road. Hey, guys, I really appreciate you guys doing this. Thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, today I just got notif- notified that uh, I was the NEI Coach of the Year. Hey, so all was, right. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, cool. that's great. Yeah. I would gladly, gladly, gladly trade that ward in for a, a national title, but it was a bittersweet ending, and uh, it was nice to have, though. But, uh, you know, I, if I can I take this opportunity and, and thank Brees Barrick and George Canto, Jesus Reyes, A.J. Johnson, and all the girls, uh, Abby, I mean, those types of players, Megan Allensworth, and, and the rest of the seniors uh, on there, uh, Jessica Sram, uh, they really pushed me. They pushed me to be a better person, better, better coach. So thank you.